Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to The Lisa Pizik Show, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially and live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizik. Hey, Lisa here, episode 66. Gosh, I'm so glad that you're here with me for this episode because I want to talk about the importance of rehearsals and how important it is to get your stuff together when you're going on a podcast, when you're going live, if you're going to speak on stage, wherever it is that you're going to be in front of somebody, in front of a camera, in front of a group, because you're going to do that. You've got to be visible in your business. So if you're shaking your head going, uh-uh, I ain't going to do that, the rest of the world is going to surpass you. Video is where it's at. Speaking is where it's at. Presenting is where it's at. Master classes, podcasts, all this sort of stuff is how we are connecting with people. And I want you to be doing that more. But in order to get the confidence to be doing that more, you must rehearse. You see, a common myth is that people think it's all about the delivery, the day of, right there where you're filming that podcast, you're shooting that live video, you're stepping on stage, or whatever it is that you're doing. It's not about that actual moment. It's about all of that work that you put in up into that moment. That 10% is the actual delivery. The 90% of your efforts comes in that rehearsal. So that you can show up and be who you are and give it all you've got and have fun with it. You can perform. You can be you. You can have it be like second nature, those words that you're going to say because you've rehearsed it so many times. It's like the words get into your DNA and you just speak it. You just, it's like brushing your teeth, combing your hair you know, your morning routine, shaking up your shake, you probably don't even have to think about it. You just do it. And that's what I want your speaking and presenting and your video and all of that to be like. So there's three R's that you must do in rehearsal. You must do it regularly. Yes, regularly. Meaning you've got to do live videos daily. Or weekly. I do them weekly. I have some colleagues and peers and friends that do them daily, which is awesome. You get to decide what you want, your brand and your business, but you've got to be rehearsing regularly, showing up regularly. And you know, those people that do daily lives, I love it. That's a rehearsal in a way in itself because you're committing to that craft. I do them weekly. Some weeks, my live videos are amazing. Other weeks, they kind of suck. And it's all, you know, depending on what's going on in my life, and it's all in the practice. that I consider that practice. I will write out these podcasts and things that I present to you. I'll write out the thoughts that I want to say. And then I'll do a very quick run-through in my brain about what I want to present. So this isn't the first time you're hearing this information from me. If I'm going on a stage or I'm sharing my story, oh baby, oh, months, months of the time 
before I'm practicing that presentation. I'm practicing my physicality with it and what moves I want to do. And it's not that you're robotic and rehearsed and, you know, people can recognize that. It's that it all flows and it all, it's not, it's not the first time that your body or your brain has heard you speaking those words or moving those that in that way. It's that it's become like second nature to you and you've got to rehearse and you've got to do it regularly. So if you want to be a speaker, you want to be successful in business, it's all in the practice. You know, you want to be a successful writer, you got to write every day. You want to be a successful speaker, you got to practice your physicality and your movement and your stories every single day. You don't get to take a day off from who you are. So rehearsals have to be regular, that first R. The next R, they have to be robust. And when I first heard this word, I didn't actually like the word robust, but now I'm starting to love this word because I get what it means. It means well-rounded. It means it's meaty. It means that you're not just practicing a certain way. You're saying things really fast, and then you're saying things really slow, and then you're saying things really quiet, and then you're saying things really big, and you're playing with the speed and the tone and the way in which you speak. You're telling a story, and you tell it from a few different perspectives. You know, if you're telling a story that's something that happened between you and your husband or you and your wife, Let's say it's for me, I'll tell the story and write it from my perspective, then I'll write it from my husband's perspective, then if there was anybody around, I'll write it from their perspective and see what kind of adjectives and words and things start to come to life on the paper. So it's got to be robust. The way that you teach and the way that you present and the way that you show up in business has to be multidimensional and it has to come from different types of expression and language until you go, you know what? That's just what comes out because that's like second nature because you said it a certain way and it's stuck. But it was because you were willing to do a robust rehearsal around it and say it and write it and feel it and do it all sorts of different ways. See, people don't want to look stupid. That's what everybody's afraid of. I don't want to sound stupid. I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to be stupid. I don't like that word stupid, but that's a word that people, that's what people say, right? You're like, I don't want to look stupid in front of people. I don't want people to laugh at me. I don't want people to dismiss me. It's all in the rehearsal. It's all in being willing to play with those different parts of your personality and different perspectives that you can get and pull from all of those to create something beautiful. And then the last R, which is so fun, you have to be willing to be ridiculous. You have to be willing to laugh at yourself. You're going to fumble words. You're going to forget where you're at. You're going to have a coughing fit and need to go get a glass of water. Perfection makes us feel smaller and smaller and smaller because we can never achieve it. We can never achieve perfection. So stop trying to fit yourself in that small box of perfection. Realize that mistakes are going to happen. Even though you've rehearsed and practiced, it happens. So allow yourself to have fun with this rehearsal, with this practice. Allow yourself to be ridiculous, meaning 
Say it in a funny, you know, if you're playing a character, if you're talking about your mom or your dad or your kids, say it the way they would say it when you're delivering a line or a sentence or telling a story. Play that part. Play it up. This is in rehearsals. Play it big. Play it out of this world so that you know what that feels like because some of that stuff is usable. Some of that stuff might make you laugh. I remember when I was playing it really big, I was saying a line in one of my stories where I was saying, later that year, Eric and I decided to move. Or Later that year, Eric and I decided we're moving 357 miles away to Canada, where Eric's from. And when I was first rehearsing it, that was just the way I was delivering. Later that year, Eric and I decided we're moving 357 miles away to Canada, where Eric's from. But then when I let myself do it so big, one day in rehearsals, like big, like talking loud and boisterous and big hand movements and just ginormous, it came out later that year, Eric and I decided, we're moving. And when I said that in a speech later on, I actually delivered it. I wasn't expecting the entire audience burst out laughing because right before that line, I was talking about a really bad situation where someone said something to me um, really hurtful from my family. And that was a moment where I decided, you know what? I don't want to be around this anymore. We're freaking moving. We're getting out of here. And that was the way that I would say it. We're moving. And from practicing it, I didn't realize the comical way that it came across, which was so awesome because just a minute earlier, I was saying something really serious and something that was really upsetting to you know people to hear. So if I wouldn't have given myself that permission to be ridiculous and practice it big and boastful and loud and huge and like this, then that, that would have never come out. And then that flip side, you've got to practice speaking it quiet. Speaking of calm, later that year, Eric and I decided we're moving 357 miles away to Canada, where Eric's from. So, you know, depending on the moment, you might say that differently, depending on the audience, depending on who you're speaking to, but you've got that range. And unless you practice and rehearse, that's going to feel forced because there's nothing worse than seeing somebody on a live video on a stage and their posture is, I am so smart and important and you must listen to everything I say. And you know, it just, it turns, you're unwatchable. It turns people off or vice versa. The person that's pacing, 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 doesn't take a stop and doesn't take a breath and doesn't take a anything. You're like, worried about that person as an audience member. You're like, oh my God, are they going to survive this talk? Are they going to survive this video? You're like clutching your chest, worried about them. And you don't want to be that way either. So it's rehearsal, the three R's. Your rehearsal needs to be regular. It needs to be robust. And it needs to be a bit ridiculous to have yourself in the best position to deliver the goods to people that want to hear from you, your clients, your customers, your potential leads, your team, your family, your friends, whoever it is that you're delivering the goods to, you want to put your best foot forward and you want to play. In the words of my mentor, Bo Eason, players play. And what do players also do? They practice. 
And that's what this rehearsal is all about. So if you're sitting there saying, I suck, I suck on live, I get nervous on live, I can't do it, you're saying no to potential because it's just work. Rehearsal is just work. Practice is just practice. You think Michael Jordan went up to the free throw line and went, you know what? I don't want to freaking do this. I don't want to do this. No, he shot free throw after 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 free throw, day in and day out and day in and day out, and whatever other skill he needed to master to be the best at basketball, he did it day in and day out. He practiced so that when it came to that NBA championship, he could just play. He could just be himself. He could just go. And that's what I want for you. That's my message this week. If you love this podcast, please go back and listen. This is episode 66. What? Go back and listen to the other 65 episodes because they're filled with so much goodness about how to move your business forward, how to move your life forward, and live a life that you love. Lisa Pizik here. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time on The Lisa Pizik Show. You've been listening to The Lisa Pizik Show. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.